doing friends and family and lovers. <laughs> wow, I've never done that before. That's not <laughs> that sounded like a like a you know jokey intro that I do every episode, but because this is my first time doing it, it comes off a little bit creepy, and I kind of like that. I like setting the tone of this episode as slightly creepy. That's kind of fun. That's kind of a change of pace for us on the Angsty Teen Podcast. Anyway, welcome. (laughs) If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm excited to have you. I'm happy you're here. It's it's a fun time, truly, uh, I think. Well, okay, it's enjoyable for me. I don't know if it's enjoyable for anyone else, but regardless, all that matters is that I'm enjoying myself, you know? It doesn't matter what anyone else feels, right? So, yeah. Anyway, I'm a narcissist. (laughs) Um, Welcome to the podcast. My name is Luke. This is another angsty teen podcast. Um, Essentially, it's just a place where I overshare and where I talk about my feelings and uh, get a little angsty, get a little uh, overly dramatic, a little bit in my feels. Um, All the good things, all the fun things that you want to do with like your friend in like uh, a uh, open area that you park at, you know, on a Saturday night and you're like, you're like trying to get in your fields with your friend and you put on some music and then you guys start talking and then it's like, it starts jokey and then eventually like one of you breaks and like actually lets out something really deep and heartfelt and then the other one reciprocates and then it's a great, fantastic, deep conversation. That's what this is meant to be, except you're not allowed to talk. (laughs) Ha, I win. This is, (laughs) this truly is my dream, (laughs) a one-sided conversation where I get to do all the talking and the other person's not allowed to, not allowed to have any input. It really is, you know, Dreams really do come true. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, there's a basic rundown for the show. Um, Right now we're in the intro, which is where I just talk about whatever comes to my brain first, um, whatever's on the top of my head. And clearly tonight, I am feeling all over the place, which we'll get into because after the intro, we're going to go into the word of the... Wait, I didn't say that right. We're going to go into the word of the pod, (laughs) which is a word that I've been into recently um, or a word that I find on thesource.com directly before recording. Um, And yeah, and it's a word that I like. I like words, and so I want to talk about words. Um, And so then after that, we get into my favorite portion of of the show, which is Luke's Life Update. Um, where I get to talk about myself and what's been going on with me. And for a period of time, it was called Luke's, like, breakdown corner, where I'd talk about any recent breakdowns that I've had. But then I was getting really, like, a lot mentally better. But then now I'm not again. So we're back at it with Luke's breakdown corner, potentially. I have a lot of stuff stuff to talk about. So, So Luke's life update will be fun. And then we're going to jump into the topic, which is going to be a fun one. Um, We're talking about, am I good? Which is a regular question that I ask myself as I fall into existential dread. Um, And so I think that'll be fun, right? (laughs) That'll be a fun topic. Um, 
Okay, I'm recording the podcast and I'm filming it. And I want to see if I can plug this charger in while filming without having to stop recording the podcast. Because that would be goals. That would be goals. I'm going to keep talking while I try to do this. Anyway, uh, the word of the pod for today is a simple one. Uh, what I think, yeah, plugged in. Boom. The word of the pod today is a simple, fun one. Um, and it's one that I taught my boss at work the other day. And so I like this word. Um, I use it a good amount. Um, the word is idiom, which I, I, as per usual for the word of the pod, it's a fun word to say. I don't, I don't hate the way that it rolls off the tongue. Idiom, idiom. It's I I would dare say that it's better than idiot. I think idiot any any word that ends with a t sound is too much work. It's 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 asking too much of me. But idiom has a nice clean ending. Idiom idiot Ugh. sounds like the word is still trying to like go. And I'm like no, the word is over. The word is over. You can't make any more noise. Idiot. <laughs> you know, versus idiom. See, do you guys get the difference? Should I say, should I say those words more (laughs) so that you understand? Um, but yeah, the word idiom, it's like a, it's like, like colloquial sayings. Oh my gosh, that should be the word of the pod next week. Colloquial or vernacular. It's, it's like phrases that are commonly used within a language that are not literal. Um, and they, they're, they're like metaphors almost, but they're like commonly used and they don't really make ex- any sense. They're kind of hyperbolic, figurative. Um, for example, the go-to example is, it's raining cats and dogs, uh, when obviously it's not raining cats and dogs. Are you crazy? But um, it's just a common saying that we collectively understand, but when someone is learning a new language, um, when someone's learning English, they obviously would hear it's raining cats and dogs and be like, yo, why are there doggos and catos coming from the sky? So anyway, idiom, that's the word of the pod. I like it. Don't hate me. <clears throat> I like, I like how, uh, unapologetic I've been so far in the podcast. Like right there, when I was so proud of the word of the pod, I was so unapologetic about that. That's a fun, that's a fun new flavor for me. A fun new flavor of Luke. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, next up, after the word of the pod, obviously, we're going to get into Luke's life update. Uh, Luke's life update. What's going on in my life? Um, so much. So if you were here last week, you know that I've been not doing too hot, not doing too well. Um, and I wouldn't say I've gotten worse, which is good, but I will also say my circumstances have gotten better and yet I still definitely don't feel great. Um, my friends who I was really, really close with last year, Uh, came back from college, and I love seeing them, and so, like, when I'm around them, I, I, you know, I feel very good, and very comfortable, and stuff, and I feel like I'm getting better, but, um, I also can definitely feel still, like, a lot of anxiousness, um, and still, like, a lot of that 
kind of fuzziness at times where like I'll I'll uh distance myself from myself <laughs> um I don't know where I'll kind of like and then like I have to I don't know breathe a lot um derealization depersonalization I don't know I don't know what to tell you okay oh here's a good life update relating to that on that point um I'm going to talk to a psychiatrist on Thursday I don't know if this is something that I share with people on the internet, but I don't care <laughs> because I like my self-destructive tendencies. Um, it makes it makes for a more interesting life. But yeah, I'm going to see a psychiatrist on Thursday to talk about potentially trying um, anti-anxiety medication. Um, just to I don't know. See, I'm gonna talk to them, tell them about my experience, and then they will decide if like it's if it's worth. Um, trying any, any medication, uh, but then that'll be a whole interesting journey if that does happen, because I know that that stuff takes a lot of time to figure out, um, and a lot of, uh, back and forth between different medications, so I don't know, I don't know how that'll be, I don't know if that'll happen, but it's a potential, and maybe next week I'll be able to talk about it and, uh, see what it's like, I don't know, I'm kind of, oh my gosh, it's so bad, I get, I get, like, anxious for therapy, and I get anxious, f well, I'm very anxious for this experience, because I'm like, am I gonna say the right thing, am I gonna be, like, I don't know, I don't know, I get, I get worried about it, um, but yeah, so, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous, I'm, I feel like I won't say the right things, not that, like, I'm trying to say the right things, but, uh, I don't know, I feel like they're gonna be, like, feel like they're going to be like, no, you're literally just a normal person, and this is totally normal, and you're just coping very poorly with all of these feelings. <laughs> That's what I think. I feel like they're just going to be like, you're just, you're just overdramatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, my therapist recommended I go talk to a psychiatrist, and so I, I don't know. I'm interested. How different will it be from therapy? I, I'm very... I'm very nervous. I don't know if it'll be super different from, like, the normal therapy that I go to. Um, and so that kind of scares me. Because what if it's different? What if I have a new experience? Spooky. New experiences are spooky. <sighs> but yeah, that's happening. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I hope it helps me. <laughs> I just want to, like... I, this is what Dr. Pam said. And this is similar to how I feel. I just want to, like, not be afraid to go to social things or, like, go out because, like, I don't know. S since I had that bad breakdown, which we talked about last week, so go listen to that episode if you want to hear about it. Um, I, I get, like, scared that, like, in a social interaction with a group of people, it's suddenly going to hit me and I'm going to have, like, whatever it is, a panic attack, a uh, I don't know all the terms. Okay, I don't know all the terms, and I'm saying that now so that I can't be, I can't be made fun of for pretending like I do, because I do not know all the terms. Um, but yeah, I, I have this fear that I'm gonna like suddenly depersonalize and freak out about it in front of people, because when I did it last time, I was by myself, and so I really don't want to do that in front of people, because that would be like really embarrassing and like that would freak me out even more I really hope that never happens um
because that scares me a lot. And, like, it borderline happens, and I hate it when it gets even close. Like, when I'll start to spill my guts with a group of people or something, or when I'll, I'll start to, like, get too into my deepest feelings or whatever. I don't know. When I start to, like, uh, articulate a lot of my anxieties or, like, some experiences and stuff in, like, a group setting, and then people are like, whoa. And then the, everyone kind of goes silent or something or, like, um, I don't know. Those experiences that I've had, although, like, minor and not that important, those have made me very afraid of, like, I don't know, having any sort of breakdown in front of people because if they freaked out at just me, like, calmly talking about my mental state, if they just, like, were kind of, like, spooked by that, if I legitimately, like, had a full breakdown where I was, like, physically reacting to anxiety, I get really scared about about that because I don't want to do that in front of people. Um, I don't know. It's funny because I am very open about all of this stuff, and it's easy on the Internet with a podcast to be open about it, but... I definitely don't like to make it look like I'm affected by it. Like, I really, I like to seem like I have all of my S-H-I-T together. I want to seem orderly and not not even necessarily academic, because I like saying dumb things and I like joking a lot and, like, I have a pretty stupid sense of humor. And so I'm not saying, like, I want to seem professional, but it's, like, I want to seem put together or, like, I want to seem like someone who can communicate well or like I okay this is a this sounds really bad but I'm just gonna say it because I want to share my feelings openly to see if anyone relates I want to seem like I'm not like a crazy person because I do have a fear of that um and so even when I'm talking about certain feelings there definitely is a line that I won't cross and then there is also the, uh, like, I only express those feelings in a calm, orderly way, almost talking about them in the third person, um, talking about them without actually showing that emotion, I, I at least I try to, um, and so, I don't know, it's super interesting, because I'm, I'm an open book, but I also don't, I'm not good at letting people in, someone explained that to me, that is, like, a really interesting duality that I noticed today, because, like, I do tell a lot of people a lot of things. I'm very honest and frank about a lot of feelings that I have and things that I'm thinking about. And a lot of my life is putting that stuff on the internet and even telling it to people in person, like talking about uh, different things I'm feeling in my brain. And yet I also feel like I definitely am hesitant um, to like actually let people in, which I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what it looks like to let people in, but I, I don't know. I definitely get uncomfortable with getting close to people, um, like legitimately close to people. I definitely like, Oh, this is so weird. This is kind of a realization. It's like, I like to appear open and I like to appear like I am, I don't know, hmm, 
Hmm, I have to ponder this more. <sighs> let me let me talk through it. It's like it feels very similar. It's like I I still have a people pleasing tendency. I used to be like majorly into people pleasing, and it feels similar to that. Where like I want people to feel like they can be close with me, but I don't want to be close to anyone. Like I really want people to feel comfortable with me and like um feel like you know they can tell me anything or like whatever that close relationship looks like but I don't I don't know I don't really want to do that with anyone else is that bad that's probably unhealthy I don't know I just don't I don't know I feel like I very much try to protect myself but there's nothing really to protect myself from um, I like to, yeah, I guess, I guess I like to appear like I'm put together and not crazy. Um, I don't, it, it's, it's another duality where like, I don't want people to feel bad for me at all. I don't like pity at all. I don't want any of that. Hmm. Hmm. This is an interesting thought. Maybe we'll discuss next week because I don't have this thought fully formed and it's just hitting me now. And so I don't, I don't know if I can give like a full comprehensive of like idea of what I'm feeling. <laughs> okay. Fun little thing. Sorry. I had to step away for a second, but fun little thing. There's like a single raindrop sound happening outside my window right now. And it, and it's going, and I don't know if you can hear it. But I really hope you can, because I think it, I think it, uh, it makes the atmosphere feel relaxing. <laughs> um, but anyway, Luke's life update. I still have one more thing I want to talk about. So last week's episode was titled "College Rejection," where I talked about all the schools that I got rejected from, and then like two days after I recorded that episode, I found out I got into BU, which is Boston University in Boston University. <laughs> um, yeah, I got into Boston University somehow. It's like a really good school that I should not have gotten into, um, and I don't know how that happened because the acceptance rate there is like 18% and then UCSB which was the school I talked about last week theirs is like 29% so that makes no logical sense um but whatever I digress it's fine um and then in the acceptance letter they want me or they said they yeah they said they want me to go to London next summer for a six-week summer session and so if I went there I would be in London next summer, which sounds like an actual dream come true. Like, I would love to go to London. Um, and so, BU has become quite a top runner, quite a front runner, quite a top choice. Um, it's just a matter of money. And I have a financial aid meeting with their people tomorrow, which is also stressing me out because that sounds like because that sounds like a lot of talking, and I feel like I'm going to have to prove my case, you know? They're going to be like, why do you deserve money? And I'm going to be like, because I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any cash on me right now, BU. Can you please lend, Can you please give me some? Thank you. Um, 
be you if you're listening to this i would actually really appreciate your money (laughs) um but yeah so that's crazy i cannot believe that happened and i'm very excited about it um and my parents framed my acceptance letter (laughs) which is not a thing that people do but i was still very appreciative um they were extremely excited my mom was very excited for me (laughs) she was like she was freaking out so that was fun that was a fun experience again that's why i say like things have been really good because getting that news was really good and for a little bit i was like okay i'm actually a lot better and it's the only reason i was feeling bad was because i got rejected from these schools but alas i still feel not good not great um And I don't know why. And we're going to figure it out together because that's what this podcast is for. Um, You know, you you guys have been here since day one, literally. I feel like like you guys are probably the people that I'm closest to. (laughs) That's like not a joke at all either. I probably tell you way more than I tell anyone. Whoa. I would say the podcast is legitimately my best friend. How sad is that? probably very 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 sad (laughs) um no it's great i'm happy for us we make great best friends we look really good together (laughs) um i don't know man i don't know that could be a whole other episode like friends i'm not good at it i i do not think i'm a good friend i don't think i'm good at any sort of relationships um not good at friendships uh, definitely not able to be in a relationship. I don't, I, th- I think I have commitment issues. Maybe, maybe that's part of it. Um, maybe it's the thing where like, I just don't like letting people in, but that sounds so cliche. Um, that sounds like such a cliche thing to say, like, I'm not good at letting people in, but also cliches have a large element of truth. Cliches are cliches because a lot of people um, experience them. And then it's like, you experience it and you're like, whoa, this cliche makes sense. Does that happen to anyone else? Where it's like, you'll hear a cliched thing over and over and over again, but then you experience that. And then you're like, oh, suddenly this actually makes logical sense. Okay. Let us, let us jump into the episode, the topic of today's episode, which is am I good? (laughs) This is, this has been a thing for a bit. It's been a crisis that I've been having, um, where I ponder if I'm a good person or not. And I don't know, man. I, so let's give a little, little background. If you've listened to the iconic episode titled religion, you would know that I have kind of stepped back from the church that I used to be like really tightly a part of. Um, and that was for a number of reasons. Go listen to that episode. If you want a more in-depth summary, um, some ideological, some theological, different, different things. I don't want to get, I don't want to get into it, but that definitely, I think in, in the time that I've spent psychoanalyzing this crisis I've been having, I do think that the religious aspect, um, plays a huge role because when I was super into church it was so much easier to have like a distinct straightforward 
moral understanding of the world because it was like I go to church on Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I do the things that I hear in church and then I am like set. And even in striving to do the things that I was told to do in church, even in just pursuing those things, I was set. It was like, okay, this is what you need to do. It's clearly laid out for you. Even though there are certain things that were in, um, that we were taught, even though there are things that were nuanced and abstract, it was still like the pursuit of those things is all you need to be virtuous. All you need to be a good moral person. Um, and there's something really valuable about that somewhat straightforwardness because it made it a lot easier for me to process the world around me um, and process what I do on a day-to-day basis. It gave me it gave me such a clear um, step forward. You know, when I wake up in the morning, like what am I gonna do, and like what's motivating me to do what I do. And I think in the like uh, deconstruction reconstruction. Uh, movement that's going on within the church. I don't know if it's actually movement or if it's just something that I see all over my feed because I'm consuming all of that content. But there definitely is a lot of um, young people leaving the church or um, rebuilding uh, their faith and their values um, based on their current understanding of social issues and whatever. There's a lot of people that are um, either leaving the church or warping the church Anyway, I think a piece of leaving the church or deconstruction that is not talked about is like the difficulty of it. I don't know if it's just me or if a lot of people um, who are deconstructing their faith go through this, but um, it's been really hard to navigate a more ambiguous moral compass. It's been really hard to know what is exactly good and what is exactly evil, you know? Because in the Bible, it's very explicit. Is that the right word? Explicit? Yeah. Explicit about, I don't know if that's the right word. Anyway, about what is dark and evil and awful and the worst and this is the line. And then what is pure and good and light and good and sweet and joyful um and it was there's two extremes whereas like as i've left the church and as i've started to explore my own philosophy about the world just based on how i um perceive people or different uh, philosophical ideologies that there are as i look into those things and pursue those things um it definitely has become murkier and grayer and those good good light pure things have mixed with the the dark evil whatever things and it's this gray zone that i truly think we sit in shout out to the god is gray podcast go listen to her she's fantastic brenda from the god is gray podcast um but yeah now i like sit in a gray zone and it's a lot less clear about what exactly I'm supposed to do on a day-to-day basis. And it's a lot less clear about what my main goal is, which is, you know, was to get someone to church and get someone to love Jesus. Um, And so at that time, it was way easier to be like, well, what am I going to do today? I'm going to send out a mass Snapchat to all the people I know saying, Jesus loves you. 
easy, easy peasy, easy dubs. Um, whereas now I'm like, what am I going to do today? I'm going to make something that has an impact on someone. Is that, is that the good thing that I was supposed to do? Or I'm going to be a good friend. Is that the morally good thing to do? Or I'm going to completely let go of my earthly desires and, um, just pursue my own, uh, um, what's that called? Nirvana, my own peace and my own goodness, or I'm going to go out and protest and I'm, I'm going to, um, advocate, uh, for people who can't, or who are unable to advocate for themselves. I'm, you know, there's, there's so many more directions and so many different things to do, um, that it's, it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's like overwhelming with like, um, it's overwhelming with a lack of clarity. It feels like so blurry and murky. Um, and especially with, I want to, I still haven't done like a full episode on politics, but, um, politics really stress me out because everyone is so mad at each other and a lot, I mean, it's not a lot of it. And some of it is justified. I don't know. It's so complex and nuanced, and it's not um, it's not shown as complex and nuanced, and that really frustrates me. Um, and I think there is more gray zone in certain things. Um, but I mean, that's just like a micro example of like my macro existential crisis. Uh, eventually, what it comes down to is I get freaked out and I get like panicked over the question, am I good? Am I a good person? Because my brain can very easily track throughout my day or track throughout my past three days and point out exactly when I did something wrong or when I may have said something that really, really hurt someone that someone could have perceived as like the worst thing they heard all week. Like I, I can my brain can very quickly pinpoint exact moments when I could have totally hurt someone or like, um, every time that my tone could have been off or every time that I, uh, was annoyed with my parents and then they were still so loving to me or like, I don't know. It's very easy to establish that guilt and shame. Um, and so then I quickly, hyper focus on those things, those specific experiences. And then I'm like, well, I do all of these things. And so I am just evil. And going back to the religious aspect, that was the basis of what I was taught. You know, the basis was that you are inherently evil. You are inherently worthless that uh, this is i mean this is just my perception of it but you are inherently you know uh spoiled you know you are inherently a sinner you um can't do anything about that you yourself can do nothing about that because you are a sinner and of course there's nothing you can do and so the only way out of this hole the only way to become clean is through jesus dying on the cross that is what I was taught. And so when I step away from the church and I step away from, you know, potentially Jesus, it's really hard to have to sit with those feelings and reckon with those feelings of 
worthlessness that I was taught that I inherently am and that I, you know, the evilness that I so deeply believe is like the core of my being. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I'm over hyping or talking in hyperbolic language about what I was taught in the church, but that was like quite the cornerstone of the gospel. It was like, you are not worthy. You are a sinner. You are evil, but you have Jesus. And I, I remember I would give sermons on that. I was, I would go on stage and talk about the three parts part process of you are a sinner. You need saving. Jesus saves. Okay. Like I, I taught on that. And so I know that this is the message and it's portrayed as something really optimistic because you know, when you're at church, you know that you always have that conclusion of, but you've got Jesus. Um, so then when you step away from that, I don't know, I have these very deeply ingrained, um, beliefs about myself that I am evil and only Jesus can save that. So then how do I reconcile with the fact that I don't know if I actually believe that, you know? Um, this could be a very controversial episode. I hope, I hope no one in my real life talks to me about this, but that's also how every episode is. I always never want people to talk to me about myself. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that is that right there. I just verbally processed that. And I would say that is a big core of, uh, why I struggle with the question, am I good? Because I was taught for so long that I wasn't. Um, and that's the truth. I I don't like, I, I feel like I might be over, overstating that, or like I might be portraying or miss, um, miss, what's that word? Misrepresenting what I was taught in the church. And that's very possible. It could just be because of the place that I'm in and that's how I think about it now. But I, definitely feel like I specifically remember like that being a part of the gospel. Um, and yeah, um, that's very tricky. That's very tricky to navigate. Um, because now I'm left with, okay, I am inherently evil. How do I fix that? And then any moment of flaw or failure to be the best that I can be, um, I will hyper-focus on that as if it's, like, this, this sore on me. Like, it's almost, like, feels like I am a being of, like, dark coal. So, imagine, like, this, um, weird amorphous being of black coal. And then I'm, like, trying to cover myself up with toilet paper. And I'm trying to do all these things to make myself good and make myself... Um, be the best that I can be, no matter how vague it is, no matter how many times the toilet paper breaks, I'll just keep wrapping it up and trying it in different directions and pursuing all of these different ways of wrapping myself in toilet paper because I don't know which one will will be the best fit or will work the best in certain areas. And so eventually I've got myself all wrapped up and then the cold just starts to break through the toilet paper a bit. And so then I try to cover it up with another piece of toilet paper and I try to um, remedy all of those things and all of that. <laughs> I don't know where this where this <laughs> metaphor came from. Um, but 
yeah, it feels like there's these little bits of coal that are still popping out, and then I hyper-focus on those and dwell on those and how how ashamed of the evilness that I inherently am. Um, and then I am left in a place of guilt and shame and anxiousness. And I don't know. I think that's a part of deconstruction that is not talked about um, enough. And so here I am talking about it, I guess. Um, And that's just been my experience. And I don't know if it speaks to everyone's experiences. Um, But yeah, definitely tricky, definitely nuanced. But also in talking to friends about this, it's kind of like beautiful how like gray it is and how stuck we are in the middle and how that is the most human thing that there is. That's like ultimately my positive conclusion I can come to is like all of this wrestling and like tussling happening in my brain about thinking of all these different perspectives on everything. Um, ultimately it comes down to pure authentic humanness and I love that. I'm obsessed with that. And so I'm kind of okay with that. I think that I think that's kind of gorgeous, kind of beautiful about us folk. Um, anyway, I hear my, my sister just got in from the airport, and so I do have to go. But I'm very happy we did this episode. This was a fun one. I did not expect it to go in the direction that it did, but I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. I hope it was helpful for you in some way. Um, but yeah, I love you very much. Or oh, shoot, I said it wrong. Thank you for listening. I love you, and I love you.